Alright. Good to go? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Brews and Buzzwords. And today we're going to be talking about the hottest topic of the last 18 months, which is remote work. Um, so today, um, my guest is our very own resident team lead on design and creative, Emma, um, who is, we flew her in actually from <laughs> Ireland for this particular conversation. So welcome, Emma, to Bruise and Buzzwords, um, all the way from over Ireland. the pond. You know, because we're talking about remote work and you've been our most remote employee to date, um, why don't we talk about and start with why is that important? Why is having that flexibility of working remotely? Why was that important for you? Uh, well, it was extremely important in terms of being able to keep working with Envision and keep this relationship that we have created. So originally when I decided to go home, that was the first thing I think I said to you was, I don't want to leave Envision. I want to move back to Ireland. But yeah, I'd love to keep this working. And I think as soon as we had that dialogue, the two of us were like, we can make this work. It doesn't matter where you are. We can make it work. So I think that's what was so important was no matter where the location was, where I was in terms of being in Ireland, we could still have that same relationship that we had already created over the year where I worked here. So yeah. I think, yeah, it was been able to go home to my family, but keep this, uh, yeah, keep this, what we already had created. Awesome. So we're going to get to that, the importance of family yeah. and connect, you know, having a sense of comfort in, in the areas you work and why you would opt to work from home. So just to set the the platform a little bit um, so we can give everybody a bit of background. Mm -hmm. So you were, you had come to Toronto um, yeah. with a work visa because you're yeah. very curious and you wanted to explore Toronto and Canada. Canada. So Emma was actually here and, and you had applied for a designer role with the agency while you were in Toronto. Yeah. But when you initially started, you know, we had already had a fairly decent work from home um, kind of model anyways, yeah. rolling. Obviously, the pandemic took it to an extreme where it was Definitely. completely remote. Yeah. And in your case, you were not only remote, you were homesick and yet you went back home. Yeah. Um, and now you're back here. So <clears throat> I want to talk about, you know, when you were here to start in Toronto, like the office is probably to give people the audience here some context about 20 minutes or so from downtown Toronto mm -hmm. or just north. Did that make a difference to you? Like having remote capability, but also the ability to come in. Was that important? To yeah, you? definitely. It was 100% important. Just knowing maybe two to three days a week I could be in the office. But then the other days I was at home. It was like knowing I would have that social part of the week where I would see my colleagues one or two days and just chat, have a drink of coffee, whatever. But then also on days where I was like, okay, I get up and I can do my work at home and focus on what I need to do. It was great having that balance. I loved having the balance. And I think then it was definitely an adjustment period going from that to 100% remote. I think going home, knowing that it was going to be like not seeing my colleagues, it was going to be a bit tough. But yeah, I think having that aspect of being able to work remote and then also work from home was hugely important and it really did I didn't realize that I needed to have that balance until sure. I had it and then I was like I love this being able to do both 
Right. So it was, yeah, once I kind of, ha- I never had it before working here. And then once I had it, I was like, yeah, I love this. Both aspects of it, working from home and working in the office. Yeah, I think so, yeah. keeping it voluntary <clears throat> has been important for us. Obviously, we've learned a lot in the last couple, yeah. couple of years with the pandemic. But so having that flexibility and that opportunity to come into an office when you feel like you need to see your colleagues or potentially, I would suspect, for important meetings. Yeah. Um, what did you find, if any, did you find that there was any challenges with like being from home? And I know like you work for Envision and I'm the CEO. So, yeah. you, well, you know, like any distractions? <laughs> Maybe a few. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, I think I also find that I can work better sometimes when I just can put on my headphones and just work work through it but definitely getting into the remote working at home it was just such a change from not being in the office so it definitely was a bit of a adjustment I don't know if I answered that question Sorry. well I, I think what I was trying to get to is yeah. like working from home when you had the opportunity to work in the office because we're still in that time frame mm-hmm. what sorts of challenges did you have when you were at home if any maybe you were like no, I kind of liked it it was it was cool I had no issue I I think I did kind of, yeah, I think I kind of straight away, I was like, I kind of like this. It was oh. like, but I also knew then that I was going into the office the following day. Right. So it was the balance at the start. It was like, I knew I was working from home that one day. It was 100%. But the next day I was going to be in and see everyone. So what about, okay, so let's take it to the extreme then, which mm-hmm. was the most recent scenario. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you were here and you had decided you know, thankfully, just prior to the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, that yeah. you were ready to go home because you hadn't seen your family in a long, long time. Yeah. So now you're home. Yeah. And you are exclusive in a... Completely. What's the town that you are in in Ireland? Uh, it's called Calvin. 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 <laughs> I think I said that wrong. Yeah, you kind of did. So you're, okay, so you're in the place you're yeah. in, which is very remote, an hour yeah. and a half uh, north of Dublin. An hour and a half into the Midlands. Into the so, Midlands. Yeah. So now you're remote where the opportunity to not participate in face-to-face activity is yeah. kind of not there anymore. Yeah. Let's start there before we get to pandemic and what remote work meant then. So what sure. was that like for you? Because I know you and I have had many conversations about that short period yeah. of time. So it was definitely a big change going from not only been able to live, not only been able to live in a city to live in in the middle of Ireland where Calvin. there isn't a lot going on Calvin. in Calvin. <laughs> yeah, so it was a big adjustment not only on the remote working, but it was also moving from city to remote Ireland. So it was like double on both ends. It was like remote living and then also remote working. So then, yeah, I think the first few weeks, it was the lead up to Christmas it was the excitement of being home. Yeah. yeah. Excitement of being home, seeing my family and Christmas was great. And then it was January and then it was really, okay, this is remote working. And it was probably like the first two or three weeks. I was like, then I started to miss that interaction of coming into the office and even... The novelty has worn off. Yeah. The holidays are over. Exactly. Reality exactly. setting in. I was proper like, okay, now I, now I know I'm, I'm home now. Like it's proper settled in. Right. And it was that adjustment period of getting used to just being at home and not going into the office, which took a while to get used to. And then I think I figured out very early on that I need to set boundaries in terms of 
I have a certain place where I go when I work and it's not, I can't bring it into the sitting room or bring it into the kitchen or bring it into different rooms. I have my office. I go, I work in my office and it stays there. So I needed that boundary of, it was kind of like going into the office. Sure. Where it was outside of home. So I think once I figured that out, I was like, I need to set these boundaries quick because it was slowly just starting to be like, my God, this is where I work. This is where I live. Everything is done in this house. Right. What is happening? So yeah, I figured out early January and he set strong boundaries. It was definitely an adjustment period. And then we always have our touch points. So yep. it was like, I would, I would always be on phone calls with everyone during the day. Yep. I was still seeing everyone. So it was like still that social aspect. And then, then we started to get closer to the pandemic hitting. And once the pan- pandemic hit... I was starting to get to that point where I was like, I want to see people. I want to come back to Toronto and see everyone. Like it was like that social aspect. And then everyone was remote. You mentioned something really, really interesting to me, which I I also agree with, which is boundaries. Mm -hmm. And because when you're working from home and I, I love coming to the office, it's just the nature of how I operate best. Having boundaries, because I did have to work from home during the pandemic and all of a sudden work blends very naturally into life yeah, and life exactly. blends into work and it's like how do i how can i accomplish and get gratification mm-hmm. from achieving something because you know in my household I, I, most of our audience knows i've got four kids and mm-hmm. my wife and so there's always it's always pandemonium and i know you've got you're living with your family and there's stuff going on so there's easy distractions so yeah. but there's also the work distraction that all of a sudden you've put in a 12-hour day yeah. and you don't even know it and you've missed out on a, an important family event yeah. or something. So that blending and creating those boundaries, I think, is a great bit of advice for people to say, yeah. these are my hours. This is where I work. I've got a place that I go to work, mm-hmm. right? Which is what you did yeah. with your office at, yeah. at your home. So that was helpful for you, I, I suspect. Yeah. Once I was like, everything is in there, working in there, it did create more of that and not only did you do that you decorated the office and you painted yeah Yeah. to make it a little more comfortable for you (laughs) which we also all know about now you all know about emma is actually an interior painter as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so that blending and that um separation is really important now the other thing i want to note is toronto and ireland there's a six hour time gap yeah so i'd be curious to get your thoughts initially on how you felt you were going to handle that yeah. difference in time zone at start i was kind of like i don't know what it's going to be like right more more so from meetings and things like that i was like i get up when it's four o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning here and i'm starting my day and then later into the afternoon i was starting to see everyone and at the start it was nice to have them few hours to really focus and get my work done and then it was kind of like second half of my day is meetings but I didn't know how it was going to work out at the start. And then I think everyone was really respectful of the time difference. It wasn't like they didn't take were you, it Were account. you worried about it at all at the beginning? At the, bi- at the start, I was. Because you're like, all oh, these guys are going to get me yeah, to wait, like, work till nine o'clock yeah. or midnight every day. I was like, eight o'clock in the evening, nine o'clock, I would be in meetings. But everyone did. They were like, it's five hour time, five hour time difference. Like it's not, they knew it was seven, eight o'clock in right. the evening for me. And... I think I had a call with Mark one day and he's like, okay, when do you want your cutoff for meetings? And then I was just like, half five, six. And that's my cutoff. So yeah. then I can work 10 to six. Right. And it's my norm, like a 10, start at 10, 
in the morning. I have my morning for myself and six in the evening finishing up. I still have my evening. So the time difference actually worked out pretty well. And I actually ended up liking starting that little bit later in the morning and getting out and going for my run and starting the day right. And then six o'clock, been able to finish up. Yeah, it actually worked out really well. I was at the start a little bit apprehensive. I was like, I don't know what this is going to go like. But yeah, it took a while to settle into it. And then I know everyone was really respectful for, of it that it just made it a lot easier. So was that was that important for you? Like, let's say, let's say, you know, for the audience here, you know, if the hours that are being requested of you to work, had we said to you, sorry, you're working Eastern Standard Time hours, yeah, would that have been a decision-making factor for you to depart? It would have been, yeah, it would have been tough. It would have right. been tough because it would have been starting at... 12 in the day and finishing at 8 at night and it's yeah it would have it wouldn't have maybe been a decision factor where I'd be like I can't do this I'm going but it would have been very tough to work right in that eastern time zone for sure so I think yeah I think being able to stick to my time stick to Ireland hours did make a big decision to why I'm still here today Three years down the line. As much as I was getting used to working remote, I was like, I miss seeing people on a daily basis. And then then the pandemic hit and then everything was stopped. Everyone was remote. And I think in some way kind of made it a little bit easier for me then. Because it was we had our huddles twice a week. Yeah. And we were talking it was like everyone was in Ireland nearly. Because right. everyone was on It didn't there. make a difference where you were at that point. It didn't make a difference. It was a time zone difference, yeah, which we had already exactly. worked out those kinks. Exactly. So right. it was like, there's no going up to Dublin and going to the office. And everyone was just remote. So it did some way make it a little easier for, for sure. me moving home to Ireland and being completely remote because we had our... It made it easier for me too, to yeah. be honest. Because even with our other remote workers, it was like, it got to the point where it didn't matter where you were. Yeah. You know, because A, we... We trust our staff. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all professionals. We knew the work was getting done. So what difference did it, it make matter. where you were? Um, so it kind of made life easier for us too because it was like we're not worried about Emma feeling lonely anymore or yeah. alone. In everyone re- is. Everyone is in the same boat. Yeah. Right, yeah. So it was. It was kind of like everyone's in the same boat. It did make it a little bit easier. It was like, yeah, okay, I'm not going back up to Dublin. And we have our touch points during the week where we all just chat about everything, pandemic and normal life. So it was kind of like I had that social aspect of being in Toronto. It was, it was, I might as well have been in Toronto working remote. Right. And well, most times it felt like you were, because you were, you know, we had gotten um, an understanding of how to accommodate one another. Mm Mm-hmm. So we knew your hours, you knew our hours. Sure. We knew that we had to forecast and schedule things responsibly, which we which we do now to this day. Um, so you, when you would come on, you could have said, I'm sitting in Toronto. Yeah. It would have been, been no same. different. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, so outside of the accent, of course, which give, is a dead giveaway for Yeah, me. just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> but um, aside from that, I think with regards to... Um, now, you know, uh, 18, 19, 20 months, whatever we're into it, Mm -hmm. you know, you're here in Toronto, back in Toronto. Um, you know, some of the things that, you know, we as an agency want to continue doing is 
accommodating our staff to make sure that they, their wellness, their well-being, their personal aspirations are being, mm-hmm. you know, accommodated. And I know, you know, you have, you're like a um, exploratory person. Yeah. You, know, you love to see the world, <laughs> which is amazing. So I know having you here again and having that accommodation to have you here and that flexibility as an employee, do you want that sort of flexibility as well from your employer? Like, was it important to you to be in Toronto this week or this month? I guess you're here for a month. Here for the month. So was that important to you to be like, Hey, I have this opportunity. Yeah. And the company's taking care of like a hundred percent, all of it for me, you know, where their flights are taken care of and stuff. Is that important? And and yeah. curious why? Like why would that be important for you? It it uh, yeah, it kind of just as soon as we started talking about coming me coming back over for the month, I was like, hundred percent. There's yeah. no question about it, I'm coming back for the month. And yeah, been able to kind of just pack up my bag, come to Toronto and just continued to work as normal. It was like I was working from home. Everything was still the same. Yep. Just pack it up, came to Toronto, and I saw flexibility of knowing, okay, I can pack my bag and go there or move there and work from there. And it's, yeah, it's that security of knowing it's still going to be able to work from wherever I am is hugely important. I guess in our case where we've worked together mm-hmm. for four years and whatever, would you have had put in a request to say, hey, would you fly me out? Or would that have been a kind of a difficult thing or a conversation to have? Yeah. Or was it a much easier when I just said, hey, I'm going to fly you out? It was definitely easier when you just okay. said, I'm going to fly you out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, it probably would have been a bit more of a difficult one to be like, do you want to fly me in? But yeah. it was, it was when you just, when you just came contacted me and you were like, okay, hey, we're flying you in for the month of October. It was definitely a lot easier. You know, from the employer's perspective, you know, going back to, you, you know, your values, when you value your employees mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity. And, it, and it's not like to say that everyone should do this all the time. But, you know, we have our we have our retreat coming up. Mm-hmm. We do it annually. It's a big deal for us. We missed out on that last year. And nothing makes me happier to see all of us together as employees because we spent so much time this last year and a half on Zoom and Hangouts and virtuals. And it's like, when you see somebody face to face, especially it's so, much different. It's, it's so different yeah. and it's so nice to be able to do that. And truthfully, we would do it all the time for you and bring you in when, when it made sense and when you were re- ready to do that. But mm-hmm. um, so I know we're, we've been talking a lot about remote and, you know, how the last year and a half has been. I want to go get into really quickly some of the recommendations that you have mm-hmm. being, a, you know, having worked remote pretty much exclusively for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of the recommendations you would have for somebody working remote? Like, what are certain sorts of things that people can take into consideration to keep them, A, focused on not only on the work, but focused on life? Yeah. And I think we touched on that a little bit with boundaries, but is there anything else? I think we've had, I think we've had a few conversations about this, even when I moved home in terms of we have a touch point every two weeks and you'd be like, how's it going? I think you were just as curious to see like, how are you getting on? Because it's Mm -hmm. a big change. And from the start, I kind of realized, okay, it's very easy to fall into the pattern of when you're working remote, everything is work. Right. So yeah, the boundary was obviously hugely important in terms of your workspace. So it was like, okay, once I'm in my office, I'm working, that's it. But then it was also 
finding the time after that to focus on other little things. So once the pandemic hit, I was like little projects, for example, doing up the office, which yes. you heard a lot about when yeah. I was doing it. Yeah. And little side projects that have nothing got to do with work right. but you can still do them from home obviously you have to do them from home so photography as well i love photography and you do beautiful beautiful <laughs> photos thanks so then it's just like having them boundaries between your work life is your work life and you still need to have your own personal life in terms of going for a walk in the morning getting out doing some yoga i remember telling you when i started to do yoga in the morning yes, yes. so it's just yeah finding other things and separating yourself from your work hours at home is your work hours separating it. So you have your other personal projects and time for you. Those same words resonate with me because I try to obviously create boundaries of mm -hmm. the kids at home and all sorts of activities in their lives. And I want to be there for my kids and my wife, but I also have to decompress yeah. and unplug. And that much like you would go for your walks, as did I. Um, and you would do your own yoga, I'd hit the gym or mm -hmm. I'd pick up my guitar and, you know, play for half an hour just to break the pattern of continuously yeah. feeling like I'm tethered to my computer. Right. So I think that's a great bit of advice in terms of, you know, boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, was it important for you? You mentioned this and I want to touch on it really yeah. quick. Was it important for you for your employer to reach out to you regularly like we do yeah uh, for those one-on-ones and just those conversations to we rarely would talk about work yeah truth be told right like we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk about work yeah it would just be like how what do you what's going on yeah and, it was because i think if we all even when i left to go home we had the conversation where we were like we're going to be com completely honest about how this goes like this is going to be such a change yeah and then we had our one-on-ones every two weeks and it was always just how's it going I think you were yeah. kind of curious as well like how how are you settling in so it was having that open dialogue to be like okay yeah I'm struggling a little bit with being completely remote or this is working really well it was hugely important to let like for me to be kind of like okay George knows if I'm finding it hard so yeah it definitely was hugely important yeah and the reverse was yeah holds true for me as well like yes i was curious extremely because yeah. you know you were an extreme case of remote extreme, worker yeah. um for us anyways mm -hmm. right so um obviously having that touch point with you to make sure you were you're doing okay like that was important for me yeah and i think it should be important for all employers to like check sure. in with their staff regardless of the hierarchy of, you know, Definitely. wherever it's, you know, if you have a relationship with somebody, you want to make sure you're syncing with them regularly mm -hmm. to to make sure, A, they're doing okay. Is there anything you can help them with? You know, which I would always ask is like, you know, I, I would or we'd explore like whatever, what, what's going on in life? You were going mountain climbing yeah. and all kinds of stuff that yeah. you would do, right? And obviously for me, uh, you know, the Irish ties for me are my wife and her heritage and coming from ireland so i've I was always curious yeah to know like where are you going in ireland like what's there yeah, to do sure. so there was a natural draw for me as well yeah but that might not be there for everybody but i think the, the the one key factor is people need to feel connected mm -hmm. right and once you lose that connection with the individual um 
it's really tough for them, you know, as being remote to not have human contact and human connection. It is one of the key things for us to be able to survive, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think for our audience, it's important for them to appreciate that if you are working remote, there are ways to work it even in the most extreme where yeah. Emma's in Ireland and we're here in Toronto. Regardless of geographic location, you can make it work. There are just some subtle things you need to do. One, keep calm lines open. Two, make sure that the employee feels cared for and you're still looking out for them as if they were here. And uh, if you have the opportunity to get together, right, you know, once a year, once a quarter, whenever, make sure you do that. So I am going to fly out to see Emma in Ireland, yes. <laughs> uh, which I've told her many times. So I'm going to have to make a trip out that way, yeah. which I can't wait. But thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for being an incredible employee. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see where the rest of this remoteness takes us. Yeah, exactly. Because I think we're going to have some stories yeah, in, in the future. So <laughs> awesome. Thanks, everybody. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.